Hello, hello, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser, and this week, my guest is Paige Wilhide. She is a breakup coach and the author of The Breakup Breakthrough Journal. After experiencing a particularly devastating breakup that left her feeling like she had failed at yet another relationship, Paige knew something needed to change. So she set out on a journey to fall in love with herself, and that's exactly what she did. She spent a year saying yes to her desire, shattering unhealthy patterns, and recreating her life on her own terms. Now she's on a mission to help people look at their breakups, not as failures, but as opportunities for growth. She is committed to helping open-hearted, growth-minded people turn heartbreaking experiences into breakthroughs so they can feel confident and empowered to create the future of their dreams. Everybody, please welcome Paige. Paige, hello. Oh my gosh. excited to be here. Me too. I found you on Instagram. I love Mm -hmm. what you're doing, posting reels and videos and just being honest about going through a breakup and like the pain and the sorrow, but also like the opportunity, like you said, to change. So tell us about your journey, how it all began. So let's rewind uh, to like 2015. I was in a relationship with a man who I thought was going to be my forever partner. I was so in love with him. Um, we had we had a really beautiful relationship. Like we had met each other's families, but there were also some some problems and some red flags and things like that that I overlooked. And one day he he called me and he was like, "This isn't this isn't easy for me to tell you, but I cheated." on you. What? And yeah, and it was like really really heartbreaking. He felt he felt awful about it. I felt awful. Like so we that was sort of the beginning of the end. We we couldn't really get back from that moment. Yeah. And from there once once the relationship concluded and it was over, I was so devastated. Mm. I was just in this really dark place. And what it took was uh, a friend of mine was like, you should go to this weekend course. It's amazing. And (laughs) I don't know if you're familiar with the Landmark Forum. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first step into personal development. And it was my chance to really look at in my, in my past relationships, because this was this was one of a string of several breakups. Yeah. And I I looked at in my past relationships, who was the common denominator here? What 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 is the thing that that all of these relationships had in common? And guess what? It was me. (laughs) So it was time for me to really do some deep work and look at what wasn't what wasn't working in my relationships. And that sent me on an entire path of self-discovery and learning about myself and traveling the world and, and just getting in touch with what I want and creating my relationship with my body. It was just such a beautiful journey that I'm still on to this day. And now I help other people find find what lights them up and find the opportunity and the gift in the breakup. Yeah. Well, I love that you said that the common denominator was you, but let's not take full responsibility for that. (laughs) He also had some red flags. So are you willing to tell us some of those red flags? Totally. Well, so I, I have this pattern and I know I bring it back to me because this is actually like the, this is the work that I do, but I have this pattern of finding people who I want to fix. Mm. And so he had a lot of childhood trauma. He was 
very guarded. He didn't really show his emotions very much. He was an avoidant attachment style, if you know anything about attachment styles. So he tended to avoid intimacy, whereas I was, I'm an anxious attachment style. So when he would, you know, turn away from intimacy, I would grip harder and try Mm -hmm. to like go in and get him and push myself and force myself to like on him. And he'd be like, no, 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 I just need space. And that would push him away even more. So it was this really toxic kind of push pull in our relationship that eventually, you know, led to the the deterioration of it. And he ended up going outside the relationship because he wasn't happy and neither was I, like neither of us were happy doing what we were doing there. So there were many ways where he was withholding and guarded and avoidant and didn't fill my needs the way that I needed someone to fill my needs. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you are talking about, you know, the different attachment styles. And so for someone who is listening, you know, you can all do this deep dive of what your blueprint is. See, I'm listening to this book, this, The Millionaire Mindset, and he talks about how we all have this blueprint imprinted on us. And he's talking about money. But as I'm listening to the book, it, it also relates to love. You know, we have this blueprint of how we perceive love is supposed to be. So like, whatever that your new attachment is, your attachment style, you probably like learned it from either your mom or your father or watching whoever raised you, their love styles. And so we really have to dig deep into us to figure out, like she said, what is the common denominator? Me. Why am I continuously attracting these types of men who are either cheaters or avoiding me? Or, you know, we have to like really dig deep. And, and when people don't do the work, you're going to continue to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results and a different man and a different type of love. But in reality, you know, you really need to take time. Like when someone tells me they broke up with somebody, my first advice is for, for them is to take an entire year off. Mm, Date, I love that. Don't look for anyone. Just spend time working on you because I love that you said, Yes, you're the one person (laughs) that needs to fall in love with you. How are you supposed to tell people how to love you if you don't know how to love yourself? Absolutely. And that's, that's why I actually love what you said about about taking time off of dating, not jumping right into something else, because after a breakup, you are a new person. It's like you've been in, I don't, I don't know what you call it, but like one of those things that shakes up rocks to like smooth them out, (laughs) like you've been smoothed out a little bit. Right. And so you're emerging as someone new and you get a chance to rediscover who you are, what you like, what turns you on, what excites you? How do you want to be loved? What needs do you have that you that you can meet for yourself and then ask a partner in the future to meet for you? Yeah. So there's yeah, there's like it's I highly recommend people to do that work to discover what is it that you want? Like, who Mm -hmm. are you now in this relationship? Because your identity has totally shifted in a breakup. 
Absolutely. And, and don't get us wrong. We understand the pain of a breakup. Obviously Paige has been through a breakup. I've been through many breakups and we understand that it is painful. It is the most devastating pain that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy, especially if someone cheats on you, then you start going into all your insecurities. Like what was wrong with me? But in reality, you have to go through the emotions of that pain of that grief of, you know, the loss of a relationship or yet another failed relationship. And then once you get past the emotional pain, like girl, if you need to like sit in in the house and eat cake and listen to like, you know, Adele do it, (laughs) cry your eyes out. But then once you're done crying your eyes out, like start making a list of the things you've always wanted to do, but never did. You know, I love that you said you traveled and you went and did things by yourself. If you want to go to a concert, go to a concert. If you want to go to the movies, go to the movies. If you want to go to a special restaurant in a different town, go to that special restaurant. And don't wait to see if your girlfriends can go with you. If your girlfriends can go with you, perfect. But if they can't, go by yourself. I mean, obviously tell people where you're at at all times, (laughs) just to be protective of your surroundings, but still like- Don't disappear off the face of the earth. Like- (laughs) Yeah. Discover yourself, Mm -hmm. discover what you like and just spend a year loving yourself. Absolutely. And that's, that's what I love about travel after a breakup. Someone asked me the other day, like, is it okay to travel after a breakup? And if you do it intentionally, it can be the most healing thing for you. Some people travel just to escape and get away and then they come back and the problems are all the same, like nothing's changed because they haven't changed. Mm -hmm. But if you make the conscious choice to say, I'm going to go on this trip for me and I'm going to tune into my desire at every moment and it's just going to be me and my desire side by side. We're going to decide what we want to eat every morning. We're going to decide where we want to go every day, who we want to talk to. That is so empowering. Like that is such a life-changing experience to have Mm. for yourself. Yes, I agree. And when you spend time working on your inner world, your outer world changes. And so when you're by yourself, you start to feel the feelings of like, hey, I'm alone and it's okay. You know, when you start traveling and going to dinner and doing things by yourself, you start to have this new confidence in yourself with yourself telling yourself you're okay with being alone. I think we have been programmed as females, especially that we're no one unless we're married or have a boyfriend or have a partner. Yeah. You know, we have this like dumb program that makes us feel less than. And so then we start comparing ourselves. Well, why does she have a boyfriend? Why does she have a partner? Why, why does she, somebody loves her or nobody can love me? You know, we start to have these. Somebody asks you, why are you still single? As if there's something wrong with it. Yeah, It's such a disempowering question. Yeah. Ask someone that, why are you still single? Well, if I knew the answer, (laughs) do you think I'd still be single? You know, like that's such a disempowering question rather than asking those kind of questions, ask empowering questions of yourself. And when someone, and then come up with really good comebacks when people, because people are still going to ask you that question, Thanksgiving, Christmas, your auntie or your uncle, they're all going to ask you that question, you know, but in reality, at the end of the day, if you don't settle for second best, just so that you can have that title as I'm someone's wife, I've met so many women who settled and I've interviewed so many women who were like, I just went through the motions and married the first guy because I felt like I was running out of time. There is no time limit Mm -hmm. of when you're supposed to meet the one. 
There is no time limit of when you're supposed to be married and have children by a certain time. We need to break out of that mold and that toxic timeline, because in reality, you're just ending up settling for someone because you've never spent the time you discovering who you want. And that person has never discovered some of those men are like too young to even think about being a father, which is why a lot of people are fatherless right now, because they had babies way too young. They didn't even know themselves in order to have a child. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, this, what I say, and this, this could be missing. I mean, I don't think it's misinterpreted, but it could, <laughs> you know, it could feel like, oh my God, it can feel scary to think this, but the truth is that most relationships end. It's mm. just true. Most relationships have an end date. Not yeah. every single relationship and actually like a very small minority of relationships end up working. Yeah. End up, you know, working as in, you know, they're, they last long term or forever. And the one thing that you can always count on is that you are going to always be with yourself. Yeah. You are always going to be in partnership, in relationship with yourself. And so if you do not consider yourself the one for mm. you and you are able to, to show up for yourself, then there's no, there's no chance that someone else is going to be able to show up for you. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I love that you said that, but all relationships end. If you think about it, because uh -huh. eventually your husband or your wife or your partner or whatever is going to die, you totally. know, you know, so eventually you are going to have to be by yourself, you know, because women tend to last longer. <laughs> we tend to outlive our partners, you know, but I love that you said that you are always going to be with yourself. And if you're not comfortable with yourself in the silence of being alone, then it's time to start learning how to be comfortable with yourself and your thoughts and how to be alone. Because you yeah. are, you're with yourself all the time. When you're in your car, you're by yourself. When you're brushing your teeth, you're by yourself. When you're in the shower, you're by yourself. When you're going to the bathroom, you're by yourself. You know, and I know some of you who are, you know, mothers of two or three little toddlers, you're like, I'm never by myself. But you are, in your mind, you're by yourself. Yeah. No one else is thinking the thoughts that you're thinking. No one else is you know, recreating these events in your mind. So if you are in a relationship that you don't want to be in, or you just got broken up with, even if you have three kids, you're still in your mind thinking, well, why did he cheat on me? Or why did he break up with me? Or why did he leave me? Am I not good enough? I'm not worthy. I'm not, you know, so you have to learn how to like, take those thoughts out and learn to really love yourself because then you wouldn't have those thoughts. Yeah. Well, the thoughts live in your head. And so when, when you can connect with your body and pause and drop down into your body and listen, like really truly listen to what it is that you need in that moment, you can start to shift those thoughts. And I like to give clients, I like to help clients create their, their affirmations so that they can change that thought of, you know, are they moving on without me? What are they doing? Are they thinking about me the way I'm thinking about them? Like all these things that we we run, these programs that we run in our heads. <laughs> yeah. And those and programs so can, don't. Like, shift that and, and write, you can create a mantra around it and start to tell yourself that anytime that thought comes up and then you start to, it's like a computer program, right? You're yeah. like reprogramming that thought. Yeah. I think it's funny that you just said that because I was watching a TikTok video the other day and this girl was talking about how you know, she met this guy named, let's just call him, you know, Bob or whatever. And she's like, in my mind, 
I've already married Bob. Like we've already had our honeymoon. We've already had our kids. I already know where we live. Like, you know, and then I go and I talk to Bob and Bob is not having this like beautiful conversation that I imagined in my head because that's how we are as women, especially if we're single. Like every guy is an opportunity to be the one. And then we romanticize this whole entire relationship before it has even began, before you even had a conversation with this guy, before you even know like how he cleans his house. <laughs> you right? I'm so guilty of it. I'm you know? so, so guilty of that. Yeah. Totally. And then, and then we get into this relationship with this guy and he's not meeting our expectations or our romantic view of what we thought he was going to be like. And then we get upset with him. We create this toxic relationship and then you're mad at yourself because it's like, why didn't it go the way I planned it in my head? Well, yeah. most of the time we're like, you said you have all these unhealthy patterns that you've never stopped to be like, Hey, I need to work on this. Why, you know, I need to work on why I continue to attract the same guy, get be in the same type of relationship. What is the pattern? And once you learn that pattern, you can break it. I love that you said you give your clients affirmations. Affirmations are a way for you to name it and claim it and make it your new reality. And so if you change your, your affirmations that you say, because I, I talk to a lot of women who are single and the first things that come out of their mind is, or their mouth is there are no good men. You know, every man are cheater or every men that are out there, they're cheaters or they're unavailable or, you know, well, if you say that, then that's the affirmation you're putting forth. So then therefore those are the men you're meeting men who are unavailable, men who are cheaters, men who, you know, are not willing to love you. But if yeah. you change your words into saying, I'm meeting remarkable men daily. I'm meeting men who are ready to love me and receive love back. Like, and there, there is an abundance of men who yes. want to serve me. There are so many men out there who are ready to meet my needs. It's going from, from the scarcity mindset, because what I'm hearing is like, you know, when someone's like, there's no good men out there, it means mm -hmm. that, that you're tight around it. Right. Yes. And so any like, possibly good man that looks a like 50% okay you're gonna say all right I choose you rather yeah. than believing that there are an abundance there are so many men out there and you actually get to choose it is mm -hmm. your choice what man you want to be with because there's so many to choose from yes and they have the same love styles that you want and yeah. it's all about what you you have to discover that what is my love language if you don't never know what your love language is because you never took that time off after a breakup then you're just going to rush in into yet another toxic relationship and it's like this miracle round that you never get off of and then you right. wonder why am i on my third divorce why am i on my fourth husband it's because you never took the time to really figure yourself out and I, I love what you said about expectations too, because my uh, my teacher always says expectations are premeditated resentments. Ooh, I and love that. Yeah, isn't that hot? Mm -hmm. And so, but it's true because you know we we create this this fantasy mm -hmm. that that is not real, and then we're asking this very real human to try to fit into this fantasy that we've created. Like yeah. it's, it's mind blowing. I blame when, Disney and Hallmark. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, the Disney conditioning goes deep, like yes. conditioned by being a princess and my prince must rescue me on a mm. horse. And if he doesn't rescue me, then he's not a man. Like it's, you know, it's that whole story that, yeah. I have that goes very deep. 
I mean, I just recently heard Tony Robbins say you have to participate in your own rescue. And that's the truth. If you want to be, you cannot wait for someone to come rescue you. That's one thing that I learned. Like I personally was in a very toxic relationship where he was both physically and mentally abusive. And when he like had his arms around my neck, (laughs) I really was like in this like aha moment, like, why am I here again? (laughs) I'm smarter than this. I've done therapy and I've read every book. Why am I here again? And I spent an entire year really looking at why I I continue to attract the same men. And for a while, I thought maybe I was the one that was broken. Maybe I should just be single and that's my lot in life. And and then I realized like I, I had totally dumb expectations of what I thought a husband should be you know, or what I expected a man to be. And then I realized I just need to like take care of myself and rescue myself and stop waiting for that Prince Charming, which is the whole Disney thing to come and save me. I had to save myself. And then once you save yourself, that's when they come because they're like, oh, she doesn't need all my help. Like She just wants to be loved, you know? Right. I mean, imagine the burden that someone has when they come into a relationship and you're expecting them to rescue you. Like that's a lot for a man to hold, right? Whereas what, what, what he wants and what you want is to be completely full in your, you know, in your separate lives that when you come together, you are, you are just making each other so much better by being together. Yep. You have to find that one person that's already done the work and knows what he wants because there are broken men out there that haven't figured it out. You don't want those. (laughs) It is not your, and that's another thing, like you're wanting to rescue, but some of us have that, like I can fix him. (laughs) That That was totally mine. You know, we have that, like my, that pattern of like, I can fix him. Like I can take care of him. I could be the sugar mama. No, you, it's not like every relationship has to be 50, 50 partnership. It, it cannot, it just doesn't work the other way around. It can't be like, I'm going to be the sugar mama or he's going to be my sugar daddy and, and it's going to work out because eventually, you know, someone's going to feel like they're taking the burden too much, you know, and then things are going to fall apart. It's like a, you know, a teeter totter. If it's not completely straight, then somebody's going to fall off the teeter totter, right? Yeah, totally. It's like you're giving, you're giving and receiving equally mm-hmm. and it's, it, it, there's, there's a flow and sometimes, you know, you'll hit walls and it won't flow. And then you'll be like, oh, we're, we're stuck here. Like, let's, let's communicate around this. Let's connect mm-hmm. around this rather than us shutting down and going into our trauma responses when I'm not getting my needs met, but let's actually lean in and meet each other with love and open our hearts here and see okay, what is, what is stuck? What isn't flowing? Where, you know, where are you not getting your needs met? Where am I not getting my needs met? And then you can come together and find a, find a happy resolution. Absolutely. This episode is sponsored by CoachSnap. Are you looking for an all-in-one platform to help you build your coaching business? Then you need CoachSnap. It allows you to schedule appointments, collect payments, train, and support all of your clients' needs. Health, Fitness, hockey, football, or even life coaches can use CoachSnap. It's the business platform that will help you be the best coach you can be. So let's talk about your breakup to breakthrough journal or the breakup breakthrough journal. How did that come about? So in my in my breakup experiences and then in my 
my work working with with clients through the breakup experience, I've created what I call the break the breakup tunnel. Mm. And it really because it really does feel like you're going into a tunnel. <laughs> and the experience of being in a tunnel is like, I can't see the light at the end. I don't know I, if I will ever get out of here. Yeah. But then when you zoom out, you see, oh, actually, I'm just in a tunnel. I'm just here. This is part of my reality right now. I'm going to embrace where I'm at and I'm going to move forward little by little until I start to see the light. Yeah. And so I have created the the breakup breakthrough journal as a a way of moving through that tunnel and each chapter is prompts. So the first part of the breakup tunnel is feel your feelings. And so I've got a series of prompts all about feeling your feelings, being in your body, moving through your feelings, letting them alchemize, allowing those feelings to heal you. Uh, The second part of the breakup tunnel is reflecting on lessons learned. So looking back, seeing what were the red flags, where could I have done better? Where wasn't I fully honest with myself? Things like that. So I've got a series of prompts for that. Uh, The next part is repairing your relationship with yourself. So this is like we were talking about, right? Discovering what you want, what you love, how you want to be touched, how you want to be loved and, and what your love language is, those kinds of things. So it's repairing your relationship with yourself. Part four is letting go of what you no longer need. So this is really making peace and acceptance with the end of your relationship and and with your ex and, and all of the, not just what you had, but all of the things that you thought you would have. Mm. Because a lot of times there's that piece to, to unfold as well is this, we had so many future plans and now yeah. they're not going to happen anymore. And you really, there's so much grief under that, right? There's so much grief in letting go of that. So that's part four. And then the final part is moving forward and creating who do you want to be now? Who is the person that is going to come out of this tunnel, a new human, right? A smooth, smoother rock than when you had it. I don't know why I keep picturing this shaking rock shaking (laughs) thing. I don't know, like geology, geology is coming up for me. But yeah, then it's moving forward and, and stepping into your next chapter. And making it a better chapter than any of the ones previous. Gosh, I wish I had that breakup journal (laughs) when I was going through my breakup, because it seems like everything that everyone needs, if you're going through a breakup, like, and you could even buy it and give it to someone who, you know, is going through a serious breakup. Totally. I think that's probably what I'm going to do. But yes, those are amazing prompts because we do have to go through that process of like figuring out everything because when you're in that emotional state of like hurt and pain and betrayal and sadness, your mind is like complete chaos. So to have these prompts and these steps for you to really unfold and see it, because when you're out of it, you don't really see the red flags until you go through the emotions and feel the feelings. I love the way it's all set up. So that's amazing. How can they find your, your journal? How could they get it? It's on Amazon. So just search the breakup breakthrough journal and it should come up and you can put my name in Paige Wilhide also. Perfect. Okay, Paige, what is your, as we wrap up this episode, what is your nugget of wisdom for the women who are listening to this today? Oh, my nugget of wisdom. You know, I really believe that breakups are new beginnings we can look at them as as an ending and, and it can feel so dark and so we can feel so powerless when we're going through it. 
but the truth is that you're exactly where you need to be. You are, you were in that relationship exactly the amount of time that you needed to be in, in your relationship. Your path is unfolding the way that it is supposed to, and know that you will emerge from this. You will come out of this. There is so much light at the end of the tunnel. I, I love giving people full approval for every place that they are at. So if you are pissed off at your ex, be <laughs> pissed off at your ex. Like I give you full approval for that. If you are in the, you know, deep in the grief, then I give you full permission for that. If you're feeling joyful and you're feeling guilty about feeling joyful because you're like, I just ended a relationship, be in the joy. There's mm -hmm. no guilt or shame for where you are in the process. Every single person's journey looks different and you are becoming the person that you are supposed to be. Oh, I love that. You are becoming the person you are supposed to be. So how can my audience find you? You can find me. I love hanging out on Instagram um, as long as it is not down, which I think it was this morning. But uh, you can find me at Breakup Breakthrough on Instagram. And then I have an incredible online community called Squad. And it is your breakup squad. So the people who are backing you, supporting you, giving you so much love on this journey. If you go to my website, breakupbreakthrough.com, you can find more information about Squad over there. Yes. And Paige also holds monthly workshops. So if you find yourself in a breakup next month, or maybe in six months, reach out to her because she has recovery workshops. If you're going through a breakup, and you know what, when you're going through a breakup, you kind of do need a breakup squad to help you out. Oh my gosh, community is the is a healing accelerant. Mm. It helps you heal so much faster. That's why I'm dedicated to creating a breakup community that is that is just healing the world. Thank you again for listening to Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser. If you love this episode, make sure to share it with your friends. You can find me on the internet at fearlessfemale.com, on Facebook, The Fearless Female Movement, on Instagram, at Fearless Female Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And ladies, remember, we have the power to rise and face everything. Until next week, goodbye. Goodbye.